Hello to the best community. Welcome to the School of Doza podcast. I can't thank you enough for being here. Sharing this knowledge with you and making this so readily available has always been a huge dream of mine. You make it a reality, so thank you. Please know that I will never take this time here for granted. In fact, I look forward to this every single week, so I hope you can hear the smile uh, in my voice. Today we're tackling a crucial topic, getting rid of candida. Candida overgrowth can impact your well-being, and in this episode, we'll explore effective strategies to eliminate it. From dietary tweaks to holistic remedies, I aim to equip you with the knowledge to restore your body's balance. Take notes today as you join me for a quick dive into the world of candida overgrowth. You'll discover practical ways to reclaim optimal health because we know that candida overgrowth is not optimal. Your commitment to self-care is commendable, and I'm excited to guide you through this journey. But before we start, I, wanna, I want you to actually check out the online School of Doza, the actual School of Doza. It's a school. I teach live classes every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. I have office hours every Wednesday at 1. You have two opportunities every single week to have me live, face-to-face, online. You can ask me anything you want. Plus, I'll teach you something that I find very interesting. Go to schoolofdoza.com forward slash sign up. Tuition starts at $1. I'll see you in class. All right, let's do this. Let's start talking about candida classes in session. So what is candida? Candida is a fungus, okay? Now, we have lots of fungus, fungi, if you will, in our body. We do have some candida, and we have it located mostly where we have a microbiome. Right. If you think about our microbiome, we tend to think about our microbiome in our digestive tract, mainly in our colon. But we can have microbiomes located throughout the entire body. There's microbiome in our mouth, our nose, our throat, and even in the vagina. So it's important that you understand when there's a candida overgrowth, it's not just affecting one place in particular. Some people think it's in the digestive tract all the time, right? But you think about, you've heard uh, a fungal overgrowth, candida overgrowth, right? Well, who would normally suffer from candida overgrowth? I think people who suffer from candida overgrowth are people with compromised immune systems or people who've taken a lot of antibiotics, right? I mean, think about how, how many antibiotics you've taken in a lifetime. If you've taken more than one a year, you've taken a lot of antibiotics, I think, and, and you might have a compromised immune system. And you can think about thrush happening a lot of times, right? Diabetics, they tend to have candida overgrowth, right? So those are people who are very high risk for candida overgrowth. And that brings me to the first thing you should do to help get rid of your candida overgrowth. Anyone listening out there, you should stop eating sugar. This is going to be just a normal, you know, discussion about sugar, but I'm going to go deep dive into this, okay? We know sugar is bad for you, but here's the thing. There's all kinds of sugars out there. There's actually good sugar. Okay, the the good sugar that I want you to focus on is the sugar that comes from healthy carbohydrates and starch, things like sweet potato, right? That's not the sugar that's bad for you. The sugar that's bad for you is the chocolate. Okay, that's the sugar I'm talking about. There, the sugar that I'm talking about is the sweet bread on your cheeseburger fast food, you know, bun. That and that all turns into sugar. Like processed bread turns into sugar the same way chocolate turns into sugar, and it spikes insulin the same way. But what happens with sugar, sugar feeds candida, okay? Fungus, like candida, love to eat sugar, and it will use it as a form of gasoline. And if you eat chocolate or drink sodas, 
even diet sodas, or you eat fast food cheeseburgers, you're feeding the candida bad sugar, and you're causing candida overgrowth. Remember I said diabetes typically is found with candida overgrowth. One in three people in this country are pre-diabetic. So look to your left and right, and one of you probably has a problem with your sugar intake. And what that's doing is it's just feeding candida overgrowth. If you think about candida overgrowth, let's just focus on yeast infections real quick. So imagine that you have a yeast infection that keeps happening. You're a female. And, and I, I, I've been in practice a long time. There's a lot of women out there who get yeast infections every time they get a UTI. Like it's just a common thing that happens. So, you know, in practice when I was, you know, doing medications, uh, you know, the women would call and say, hey, I got a UTI again. Can you call in, you know, Macrobid? I was like, all right, cool. You know, is that normally what works for you? And blah, blah, Yeah, I've taken that. You know, it's worked forever. And what's interesting about UTIs, UTI, like I said, UTIs are very common. Most women will have a UTI at one point in their life, okay? Men will probably do it, but they won't admit it. But, you know, UTIs are very common in, in women. So if you think about a UTI, one of the other things that's very common is thrush. One of the side effects of taking an antibiotic is it causes you to have thrush, a fungal overgrowth, a yeast infection down there, right? And so then you have to prescribe a medication for that. And then this is interesting. A woman will get a UTI again the next year. She'll call, she used to call me up. I, I, I'm thinking this one person in particular and say, and you better go ahead and call in the fungal medication with it too, because that happens every time too. We know that. I mean, this went on for three or four years, and I was like, why does this woman keep getting fungal infections and yeast infections every time she gets a UTI? Better yet, why does she keep getting a UTI? Before I could get to the UTI, because that's many different reasons why, I said, let me focus on this yeast infection. Well, the thing about it, certain types of sugar feed yeast infections, okay? I'm telling you, the chocolate feeds the yeast infection. So if you get sick with the UTI, you definitely don't want to eat a bunch of sugar afterwards to kind of stress eat and feel better because all you're going to do is feed the thrush and cause a yeast, infe a yeast infection. Now, imagine you ever had thrush on your, on your tongue. It can happen after an antibiotic use, right? Because a lot of times people would take antibiotics for some other infection and then they get a fungal infection afterwards. And it's weird. It's like, how do you get a bacterial infection first that leads to a fungal infection? Let's talk about the microbiome again. The microbiome in your digestive tract, as well as your vagina, as well as your mouth, they have viruses, bacteria, and fungus, and parasites living in them, good and bad. It's a balance. You want more good than anything else. But what will happen is you have an overgrowth, like a bad fungal overgrowth, and usually it's your lifestyle that's feeding it. Imagine a processed fast food lifestyle is going to cause a, a, a yeast infection, and it's gonna cause an oral thrush after antibiotic use. It'll cause diabetes, and then this person will also have candida overgrowth of the, of the, of the gut. And, and they go to the doctor and they're like, I need to take an antibiotic, I need to take an antifungal medication. You know, now I have you know, heartburn, I have indigestion, constipation, now I have to take something for that. And the whole time I'm saying, just stop eating chocolate. And like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're just feeding the fungal infection. You're feeding the, the yeast infection. Oh, but I love sugar. I love chocolate. I'm like, okay, keep taking antibiotics, antifungals. You will not get rid of your candida overgrowth until you stop eating processed sugar, period. Another thing you can do to get rid of your candida overgrowth is take coconut oil. I like coconut oil. I am a huge fan of coconut oil. 
for anyone out there, coconut oil can be cooked with, it can be swished in the mouth with, you can put it on your hair, you can put it on your skin. Um, it's, it's an incredible fat. It's a fat that is very healthy, very healthy for our bodies. If, if you just look at cooking oils out there, they always say don't use uh, corn oil or vegetable oil because it, when you heat it up in the pan, it burns up very quickly. If you ever use coconut oil to cook, it burns up very, it, it takes a long time, a long time to, to degrade. That's what you want. Okay, you want coconut oil to last a long time. Well, we know that there are certain ingredients in coconut oil that are beneficial for a candida. There's two ingredients, actually. Caprylic and lauric acid are two ingredients that are found to have anti-candida properties. And in fact, there's studies that show that people who take these active ingredients alone from like virgin coconut oil, it helps them. And it's a natural anti-fungal. Isn't that great? MCTs, right? They're not just for ketones in your brain, right? Like MCTs from coconut oil are antifungal. Right, like if you have candida, depending on where it's at, I mean, I don't know how far you want to go, but imagine you have thrush in your mouth. That's an easy one. You just do a coconut swish. And, and go research this for anyone out there who's listening. If you ever haven't, haven't tried a coconut swish before, like oil pulling in your mouth, it's great. I have tons of studies with it too. But what you do is you do a scoop full of coconut oil and you swish it in your mouth for about 20 minutes. Okay. This will pull any toxins in your oral cavities or, or uh, like basically in your mouth. So if you have, do you hear about people who have like um, uh, bacterial infections in their mouth all the time uh, and it leads to like all kinds of neurological issues, like they've had their teeth removed, et cetera, et cetera. They will do coconut pools and it'll pull out the toxins after the antibiotics didn't work. So imagine that you took an antibiotic because you had strep infection or you had upper respiratory infection. You know thrush is about to come on. So you're like, I'm just going to take a coconut swish. I'm going to do it every day while after I do my antibiotics you would be healthier. You probably wouldn't hopefully get a yeast infection or thrush. Seriously. Now, I don't know for it down there. I don't know if I've seen any research articles about uh, yeast infections and coconut, you know, usage down there, but I bet you it, it would help. I mean, I have to imagine it would. I believe that everything we've ever needed to help heal our bodies is found in nature. The coconut is one of the most therapeutic and beneficial nutrient dense foods we could ever consume go get some coconut oil we keep ours in the in the bathroom upstairs right next to the toothbrush another thing you can do to rid yourself of candida overgrowth take apple cider vinegar i love apple cider vinegar i've known about it ever since i was in chiropractic school i knew that it was beneficial there was this book i read it was called uh just the benefits of apple cider vinegar by DC, uh, DC Jarvis. I think is who it was. It was back in the seventies. And he talked about the benefits of apple cider vinegar, this perfect nutrient dense concoction. Apple cider vinegar has been studied in, and, and referred to in the old Testament. Hippocrates, the modern father of medicine used apple cider vinegar in combination with honey to help combat infections and protect open skin wounds. Hippocrates used apple cider vinegar, right? It contains organic acids, flavonoids, polyphenoids, vitamins, and minerals. I mean, you talk about a perfect concoction. I'm seeing the Bragg's 
apple cider vinegar bottle right there on my countertop right now. I used to do this thing where I would take a shot of apple cider vinegar every morning. Okay? I'd have to mix it with honey because, man, that thing is just too much for me. But if you took a shot of apple cider vinegar every day for the next month, you'd be healthier. If you took a shot of apple cider vinegar every single day, your candida overgrowth may improve. In a study here, it says apple cider vinegar has key enzymes for glycolysis, right? For the glucose and candida. It says that after 24 hours of exposure to apple cider vinegar, candida albicans was undetected. That's incredible. Apple cider vinegar. I don't know the, the quote on the side of the Bragg's bottle, right? From Mother, from Mother Earth or something that is, of Mother Earth. Coconuts, apple cider vinegar, right? Cutting out sugar. Man, it's almost like we're talking about going on a diet. That's right, because you are what you eat. And if you have candida fungal overgrowth, you're eating the wrong things. Another thing you can do to get rid of your candida overgrowth, take turmeric. Turmeric is one of my favorite spices. I have it in my cupboard right above my oven, and I put turmeric with black pepper in my eggs every time I cook eggs, like I've done it for like the last seven years. Years ago, I read that turmeric has anti-inflammatory properties. I have studies here that show turmeric will actually be a natural antifungal. It has anti-candida activity for crying out loud. And, it, and not even just for one strain. This study says that turmeric, the curcumin extract, demonstrated effectiveness against 38 different strains of candida. That's incredible. I mean, you can go to HEB, your supermarket down the road, go buy a three bottle, $3 bottle of turmeric spice, a $1 bottle of black pepper, and throw that in any meal that you're gonna consume, and you will help your candida. You're talking about over-the-counter medication. Turmeric is one of the best medications you could ever take. And I doubt that most doctors are gonna tell you to take it. But I started taking it because I read it has uh, anti-inflammatory properties, right? Turmeric has been known to help repair the body and help you live longer. I'm not even joking. Go look at the thousands of studies on turmeric benefits. And people say, well, some people can metabolize and too much. Honestly, with the amount of fatty livers that are out there right now, I don't think those people are going to toxify off of too much turmeric. I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? But if you take this a step further, you have candida overgrowth. Let's keep this very simple. You could have it again. It's not like a one-time deal, right? Like, let's say you take the antibiotic, and then guess what? You have a yeast infection. You take antibiotic, you have thrush. It's like, man, this happens every single year. Sometimes twice a year. Sometimes in between antibiotics. Uh, then I say, look, we got to change the diet. You got to cut out the sugar first and foremost. And if you don't know your emotional connection to sugar, go listen to our other podcast. Okay? Deeper emotional connection to food. And you'll understand why you love sugar so much. Once you kick the sugar habit, you start taking apple cider vinegar every morning. Right? You're taking your turmeric. You're doing your coconut swishing. It's all leading to the one thing you really need to do to get rid of the candida overgrowth. You need to fix your gut. You need to fix your gut 
because I know that you have digestive issues. I'm just going to assume. If you have candida, you most certainly have digestive issues because in the first section I said sugar feeds fungal infections. Bad sugar feeds bad bacteria too, like staph and strep overgrowth. So you can have, get this, you can have a candida overgrowth, like a fungal overgrowth in your gut, and you can have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, SIBO, in that same gut happening at the same time. And you know why you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria and an overgrowth of candida? It's because you keep eating sugar and processed food and alcohol, which all feed candida overgrowth. Have you ever heard of like, don't drink alcohol after you've consumed antibiotics? Why? Because it feeds all the bad germs. You're trying to get rid of those. You're trying to kind of get rid of them out of the body. Well, the gut is going to be the protection, the liner, right? It's all happening around your gut. Fix your gut. If you've had candida in your digestive tract, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, if you've had, a, you know, yeast infections, if you've had, I would make the case you've had oral thrush, you probably need to fix your gut. Candida overgrows in the, the GI tract. And what it does is it weakens the, the digestive tract lining. So what happens with candida is it overgrows in the GI tract, right? And when it overgrows in your digestive tract, the candida makes the lining of the digestive tract very weak, very weak. And this can lead to things like leaky gut, right? Which we've all heard of. Most people I know, especially women, have digestive issues. It's just a thing, right? Everyone has a fatty liver. Everyone has digestive issues. Everyone has colon issues, okay? That directly causes damage to the lining of the digestive tract, causing things like leaky gut, that makes you more susceptible to infections, autoimmune disorders, and inflammation, okay? This will also throw off the microbiome in your digestive tract because you have an overgrowth, of bad bacteria, bad fungus, bad parasites, bad viruses. And, and the sugar is not helping you. So that's what I'm saying is once you remove the sugar, you still have to fix all that damage to the digestive tract lining. You know how you do it? You take L-glutamine. L-glutamine. L-glutamine is an amino acid, the most abundant amino acid that our body has. You can find it in a supplement. You can get it in an injection. You can get it in an IV. We give it all the time here. Our glutamine is in our gut powder by MSW Nutrition. I don't talk about this enough, but I personally have taken our gut powder, L-glutamine, every single day with my boost drink for like seven years. We give our gut powder to our kids because we know that L-glutamine helps repair the damage to their gut when they eat processed foods. But L-glutamine also helps strengthen the immune system. So you imagine if you have a leaky gut, a damaged gut, you also have the possibility to have more inflammation, right? And it's like this fire that's burning in your digestive tract, and you just keep throwing more gasoline on the fire every time you eat. I say, well, stop eating the stuff that's causing the damage, like, you know, the sugar, and then start supplementing to repair the gut. L-glutamine, if you take it, I would start with one to two scoops a day on an empty stomach in the morning before you eat anything, okay? Because the L-glutamine acts like stucco, almost patching up the holes in the leaky gut and helping the, the intestinal lining repair. It, then it's on you to take care of the rug shag carpet right above it that also has the microbiome, the rug, right? Like your, 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 your fungus. 
the candida. You need candida there. You just have too much of bad candida or, you know, just have an overgrowth. You just need a balance. You need to scale it back. Stop feeding it with bad sugar. And then underneath that, repair it with the L-glutamine powder. I mean, it's, it's incredible how the, the, we call it gut powder by MSW Nutrition because it helps people poop better. I'm, I'm not even joking. You know how many times I talk about pooping here in this clinic? And it's not with a snicker. It's people say, I can't poop. I, I, I need help. They have candida overgrowth. And I'm like, okay, let's get your poops better. You got to stop eating the sugar. Let's take some turmeric at home, apple cider vinegar, right? Let's do the coconut swishing. Take your L-glutamine. Take your gut powder, you know? And while you're doing all this, hopefully your diet's improving. Hopefully you're working on some sleep. You know, maybe you found a new gym or you found a yoga studio. Maybe you found a church. I don't know, something, right, to work on, on community. While all of this is happening, you're working on yourself. And I'm telling you, it's, it takes a little bit of effort. If you have candida overgrowth, it's not just a one-time occurrence. If it, if it happened just one time, perfect. You can go back and reverse this very quickly. But if you've taken antibiotics throughout your life, like due to respiratory infections or UTIs, you're a little more at risk for having candida overgrowth. And the studies will show you it's because of the antibiotic use. And I'm going to say, no, it's because your gut's off, right? And you're just inflamed all the time and you keep eating way too much sugar, right? So let's fix all that. And if you want a supplement to start with today, go to mswnutrition.com, get our gut powder, okay? I think it's almost a three-month supply, all right? One to two scoops a day on an empty stomach before you eat anything. Use code Nurse Doza. I know candida overgrowth can seem like such a daunting you know, task to overcome, but you can do this. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in each and every one of you because you are incredible people. You just needed more knowledge. Hence why we have this podcast. If you want more information, more support, go to theschooldoza.com, become a student. I would love to see you in class. Thank you so much for listening. Class is concluded. Keep working on your health.